0: Hello, this is Echoing Michael, just, just warning you that this week I have not beeped out any swears. OK, you ready to say hi um, yes. to the, the customers? <laughs> 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 hi! Uh, hi! <laughs> You're consumers of a podcast and prepare to be pitched towards. If you like the podcast, we've got a Patreon, patreon.com slash grandpodcast. If you join... And sponsor our activities so that more people it's not for you, you're not buying a thing, you are enabling us to reach more people. Like you're buying something for thousands of other people by by contributing to Patreon. Millions. It's not about you and us, it's about everyone else. But what you do get out of it is private exclusive access to our Slack. Um like premium. Premium access to our Slack channel where you can throw links in, you can talk about stuff and we'll grow a little community in there. Join me and Ivanka and Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, have you it's got brilliant. anything to pitch?
1: I'm still going to go for restaurantsbrighton.co.uk forward slash food hyphen gifts hyphen Sussex. Go on there, order yourself some lovely things to be delivered nationally from some very nice independent businesses.
0: And from my side, this podcast is sponsored by Good to Hear Limited, which is me. Um, I've got an app called Changes, which helps you track your mood, and then when you make changes in your life, you realise you get to just actually scientifically see if they were a good idea or not. Doesn't that sound good? Uh, If you haven't done any happiness tracking, or that sounds like nonsense, why don't you just, like, dip your toe in and have a look? Like, I'm doing it. I think it's paying off for me, more or less. Um, If you go to goodtohear.co.uk slash free, you can get a free book just called Tracking Happiness about how to get started on it, and you join my mailing list, where I'm sending loads of good stuff now, I think. I, I rely on Ivanka, one of the earlier people, to tell me if I've said anything particularly terrible. Where she's probably just, like, marking them spam. So, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Goodtohear.co.uk uh, slash free.
1: So needy. I like my messages I get from Michael <laughs> in my inbox. Okay.
0: Well, thank you. and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's grand podcast a weekly chat between two friends where we say the same things slightly differently every week my name's Michael Forrest and my name's Ivanka Magic and this week we're going to talk about fact checking Trump and just general yeah. systemic approaches to uh, uh, establishing the veracity
1: of online claims establishing the veracity <laughs> yes, that's what we're going to be doing. Talking about it in the context of design, really. We think. Well,
0: Twitter just flagged some Trump tweets. Uh, finally, they've marked one lie out of 19,000 lies. So, I mean, it's a good start, but there's a long way to go. Um, Facebook's saying one thing. Oh, no, but we shouldn't care about truth. We should just be a thing. And Trump's going, we're going to take you down. You're stifling my free speech. And all the people are going, well, I got this letter in the Post in California which had a slot for seven names. So it'd be very easy for me to register seven people and then vote illegally in the election. It's simple truth. Uh, And that's how people in California talk. (laughs) And uh, Ivanka was talking about we we, we, like just generally this this problem of um, people that peddling misinformation and fake news and uh, conspiracy theories tend to think that they are fact checking the mainstream media and like doing their own research and you know being uh, conscientious, um, which just sort of short circuits any conversations about the truth most of the time.
1: Very difficult.
0: And in our uh, Slack channel that you could join with money, um, Ivanka did mention that she'd quite like to do her own pro- user research project for this, and I thought we, we might did. just have a little, you know, talk about what that might involve. So there we go.
1: There we go. Are That's you going to listen? Gonna be talking about? Don't, turn oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't turn it off. Don't turn it off.
0: Let's listen to this little bit of music, and then we'll, you know, start just have a chat, and then we'll get into it. That's how it goes. How's it
1: going, Ivanka? I've had a busy week. I'm very lucky at the moment. I am working on a number of projects that are interesting, that I'm being paid well for, Mm. and have the uh, net, have the added benefit of actually trying to do some good in the world, which is like mm. all my Christmases come at once. So I'm very happy with the work. I'm very happy with the people I'm getting to talk to. It's all brilliant. But there, but I think I'm spending a bit too much time. <laughs> I need to like add a bit of balance back into my mm. life. So yesterday I did a 12 hour day, which Ooh. actually when you're working in an office in your house, it means that you really haven't, mo- well, for <laughs> me, means that I just haven't moved very much. And so I just go and sit down, and like by the time the end of the day comes, I'm like a crumpled up old lady.
0: Mm. How does the uh, what? How the Apple Watch treat you in these times? I just, take it, it. Off. I just <laughs> take it off. Like, it keeps I'm giving me. Breathe. In. I'm breathing already. <laughs> I will not stand up. <laughs> and then it just gives up, or it seems like uh, it has, because you just uh, don't see the things anymore.
1: I just put it. At one point yesterday, it started doing the. Doing its little breathing animation I was like I didn't tell you to do that I don't, yeah. know, what you, don't know what you're thinking about do you know so, the yeah.
0: number one worst feature Of the Apple Watch Is how easy it is to accidentally tap The uh, double speed button On the playback thing So I'm constantly accidentally making podcasts Or mute, uh, like podcasts play at like one and a half speed Or double speed or half speed By accident And it hands on my bike And I can't get to my watch
1: uh, first, world first world problems. First world problems <laughs> so yes uh the apple the apple watch i'm not really loving it when i'm sitting in the office mm-hmm. um so yes that's that's, that's my for. week really yeah but okay. i'm absolutely loving my projects and Excellent. i'm reassured that there are many people in the world doing great things and being brave and courageous and all of that stuff so that's a good thing wicked wicked There you go. What about you, Michael? How was your week? The
0: pause. I'm just going to leave that pause in. I think Um, you should.
1: It's like, oh, shit, shit, it's my uh, turn to ask how Michael is. Michael.
0: And then slurp, copy. I'm getting ready to mute this coffee. Get ready there in the edit. Um, I finished my 90 days of Mandarin yesterday morning. So that's enough. I, I... didn't understand a word of it. I'm still none the wiser about how to speak Chinese, but I've done the thing that I wanted to do. So there we go. That's done. I got down to admin zero after 10 minutes yesterday. I got like, sort of felt like I'd put too much promotional stuff out on the internet. And um, I decided, but I am, I'm sort of feeling a bit burnt out at the moment. So I took Monday off because it was a bank holiday, but I took yef- yesterday off as well. So I've had the opposite of you. I've been sort of just taking it easy.
1: I need to get into your admin approach.
0: Well, my new product is um, and it's nearly ready. Done is good ready? admin system thing. So clear okay. inbox, but that, all that stuff. So maybe I'll get you as one of the first beta testers. But I, I've sort of like, I didn't work on it yesterday because I was just feeling like, I just don't want to I just want to play video games. Um so, so it's my birthday in a couple of days of this being released. Oh yeah, released. I thought like
1: the other day. Yeah.
0: So um, I've got that to look forward with. and I had sort of planned a few days of doing half effort because basically I feel like I've got the ball rolling on a lot of stuff and I've sort of set up my studio this week so it's all spacious. I feel like I've got air around me and I made this thing. I have just been sort of like doing fiddly tinkery fun things this week I think. Been making look at my Instagram I made a little kind of couple of little things out of
1: pretty little animations
0: Mm. so making little apps out of Sharon's little doodles that we do we do these little gratitude things every Friday which is going to come in an email on the things I'm not going to talk about it here but um she always had these doodles on little bits of card where she was trying out ideas and we just sort of started cutting those into little squares and then we're using those to write what we're grateful for every week but like I like I just like I was like I want to start some music ideas from the visuals. So why don't I start from some of her little doodles and kind of work back from there. So I've done a couple now. Um, But I'm quite disappointed by the reaction to the one I did yesterday because I really, like, I put the video in and then I put the screen video and then I put the one of her having a go on it and playing it and us having fun. Then I showed, like, what was used to make it. And, like, I got, like, three likes on it. I was like, fuck everyone. And then I came up with a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that led me to a i i let that led me to an idea this morning that i i think i think i need to like write a sitcom or something about like basically the premise is like needy gandalf like, so, <laughs> <laughs> like like, insecure Gandalf. Just, like, someone who does, like, magic, makes stuff that no really knows what he's doing. It's all magical and pretty and beautiful. Um, but he's just really, like, uncharismatic about it and needy and just wants people to be impressed. I think that would be quite a good uh, character to flesh out. And obviously, you know... Because oh. I can't... I don't know. I, I just want people to be like... Wow, it's so clever what you've done there. But like, because even even when people do try and do that, it's like um Sharon's mum was like, Oh well, he should make an app where you can draw an image and, and it can sort of make music. And I'm like, No, because that's the clever thing. that you're asking me to automate my role in that, which is the cleverest part and the hardest <laughs> bit to automate. And it, yeah, anyway, just fuck everyone anyway. So. <laughs> Twitter finally grew a pair. I mean, they did at least, they did prevent the... the, uh, Pair of ovaries. Pair of ovaries, a pair of strong (laughs) ovaries rather than a pair of fragile, delicate testicles hanging vulnerable. (laughs) Uh, They grew a pair of ovaries and fact-checked a typically offensively false Trump tweet. Having, you know, they banned political advertising already, which um, was a start. But yeah, they did, they turned the water and it's obviously set off a bit of a shit storm, hasn't
1: it? It has, it has. People seem to, um, people called Donald Trump seem to be very offended by it. (laughs) But I don't think they said this is bullshit. They just said this is disputable or there is, this is, you know, it wasn't like... Wrong! They <laughs> Go wrote back. It was Twitter's gentle.
0: hidden one of uh, Donald Trump's tweets from his profile saying it violates rules about glorifying virus uh, violence. So that's good. So um, Donald Trump replying, Twitter is completely stifling free speech. And I, well, as president, will not-, not allow it to happen. They're completely stifling
1: free speech. All it says is it's got a blue, so not even a, a red mm. or an orange... Blue exclamation mark. Blue exclamation mark, and then it says, "Get the facts about mailing ballots." Yeah. So it doesn't even go bullshit. This (laughs) is Twitter is
0: completely stifling free speech by putting a blue exclamation mark under one of your lies. It's it's quite incredible how what a sensitive, fragile snowflake is uh, Donald Trump, isn't it?
1: It is really, 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 really is. Um, I should be allowed to say anything I want. It's um, it's it's very odd, and I, and I don't. I think seeing a grown man behave like that is quite distressing because it's it's he's just an exaggerated version of a bunch of other egotistical fuckwits <laughs> <laughs> who sound cleverer but are as unwilling to be challenged. Yeah, you know, enter exhibit people like Cummings and people like that who are just like, you know, as as full of shit and as as unwilling to have their actual ideas challenged and but do it in sort of polite language. You know, Trump is just an exaggerated version of a lot of people who, well, men. (laughs) Hey, I'm a man. You're a man but you're not one of those men. But no. I could be though if I was you richer. You could be easily. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no you couldn't.
0: I hope not. I hope you're,
1: not. I think you're a yeah. I don't let's know. not let's not analyze you too much. Correct. Okay. <laughs> no. True. <laughs> Uh, apparently, so they say. Look, I don't I'm,
0: know. I'm just trying to check. Uh, sorry, continue.
1: Anyway, <laughs> no, my sorry. point is, more of these people need a bit of imposter syndrome, or like a bit of, you know, a, a, doubt, a dose of self-doubt, or a, or a, or sufficient knowledge of the world to understand how much they don't know. They need all yeah. of those things. Uh,
0: false confidence in his own bubble of ignorance. Um, which is, like you were saying about Cummings, is is the same thing. It's like you're not questioning your own opinions. Uh, you just yeah. think that any idea you have is a fact and no one's really checking you no. on that or you're finding ways to just sort of debunk... De, dis, yeah. Yeah. Or you're
1: just confirmation biasing the shit out of yourself. Yeah, going, oh, yeah. look, I'm right. Look, here's five things that sound right. Yeah, brilliant.
0: Trump doesn't care about supporting any claim with evidence.
1: Mm-mm. Like,
0: he just says stuff. Like, he's not even... Yeah. Yeah, he's not even going to argue about a thing and say, because of this and this, he just will say the thing.
1: I think as a design solution to the problem of untruths being touted on the internet, and and the thing about it being applied to somebody like Trump, he has so much authority. He's the president of the United States of America. If he says something, many, many people will believe him just by virtue of, of his job. Yeah, and people like that especially need to be questioned because yeah. you've got people like him doing that, or him and people like it. I mm-hmm. think there are people like him, mm-hmm. and then you've got like other elsewhere on my on my Twitter thread was uh, a woman working in open source. Oh know, a man who works in open source said something about what is this trend of introducing your past at the beginning of your talk, and then two women mm-hmm. who work in open source tech talk, saying that. They have to, because otherwise their questions, the questions they get asked at the end of their talk are about like, well, what gives you the right to comment? You, how much code have you committed? And that kind of bullshit, she mm. says, being very rude to, to people, but sorry. Um, but they... But so you've got on the one side, people who constantly have to prove that they know what they're talking about Mm. when they actually do. And then you've got people who just spurt shit. I've got no authority (laughs) other than the fact that they're a white man who's apparently, according to some articles, got some money or or spanked $800 million of his dad's money up the wall or, you know, full of bluster, full of bullshit. And yet speaks with such authority. We go, yes. Mm. White man, president of America, must know what he's talking about. it's
0: yes. grim.
1: It is grim. It is grim that people, you know, like the the who holds authority and why, is quite a interesting little topic. We had incredible. <laughs> I, I was on Facebook this morning. And uh, some Croatian pop star on his Instagram has done this thing because Croatia's got this fact checking thing now, which I support wholeheartedly, but think they are ever so brave. There's mm-hmm. so, you know, tensions here are so high when it comes to political argument. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I don't even, there's no way he would ever enter into half of these debates uh, other than one to one, maybe, and even then cautiously. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I admire them enormously. This pop star Pop star idiot wrote this thing about how to legally avoid vaccines. Okay. Right? Which included point two ask if there are cells from an aborted fetus in the vaccine you're about to be given. It's like, and this is on his Instagram, and it's had like 13,000 likes, and it's like, you man, you 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 should be removed. For, you you have authority. You know, people will admire you because you're wealthy. He's an older man. He's not like a young, right. you know, twelve year old right. pop Sorry, star. Sorry, I was he's imagining
0: being, like Justin Bieber. No, kind of.
1: no not just, think. Um, so he's
0: an older white. So he has carries some actual man authority. Yeah, man
1: authority. Grown man shaves. You know that sort of. Probably got some grey hair by now. He's mm. been around for at least twenty, thirty years. So he's yeah. not a youngster. Mm. And he's and it's like and I've heard this aborted fetus cell on in another context as well, in the context of some sort of flavouring in food. (laughs) And I heard that from a cousin and I went straight to um, Snopes and went, looked at it. And and it's just uh, like many good stories that perpetuate and live and become urban myths. Mm. There is. A grain, I think we have actually covered this on the. On yeah, the, I think we might the, think have, we have. But, but it's like there's like a, 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 a cell of truth in that. An aborted you know, cell of truth. A, a cell may have been examined for something at some point in a lab somewhere, and then we've spun us and it makes people go, Ugh, what? Yeah. There are aborted cells in vaccines. <laughs> and it's like, you know, how do you fight this shit? How? When then the fact of fact-checking people get the amount of abuse they get on there. Oh, their... I bet. Oh, my God. And I just sit there, sit back. I, I even, I think I've sent them a message before going, mm. you know, oh, well done. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I, you know, I make sure I like them and share them, but that's as far as I go. But
0: Do you remember when the Tories uh, made, that, like, made their Twitter account look like a fact-checking account to, yeah. you, to spread misinformation?
1: I mean... Like if you can't win an argument using actual real facts, (laughs) you know, or like data, let's not go with fact, let's stop the, maybe the word fact is what is a tricky one. It's like, you know, what, what's got more data on its side, you know, like, like the anti-vax, the MMR guy. Right. That's one study in a limited, as I understand, limited size study, one doctor, a flawed study, discovered a thing, went with the thing, promoted the thing. And then there's like this much data on the other side showing either maybe not always the absolute opposite, but showing the goodness Why don't we go with the bigger pile of data? Well, because think about David and Goliath, like the public,
0: the more doesn't always mean better. Sometimes a scrappy truth teller can break through the noise of mass media and misinformation and come through with the real facts. Um, I wish there was just a... Volume-based answer to the question of uh, oh. veracity. Fact, I think, like fact, I didn't realise until I studied philosophy at university, could was a, a fact is just a, doesn't have doesn't mean true. It just means it's a fact can be true or false. So, like fact just sort of means like unit of transmittable information, uh, but people think that it means a true fact, which is a different thing, and. Possibly unknowable, as I always ram ton about and I'm getting bored of hearing myself talk about it because it's just not helping, although it's probably at the root of so many of these problems. But people, we do know that people can change their minds when presented with enough information that questions their beliefs and actually that's like a lot more common than i think we get a bit sort of um i think it's easy to underestimate how much people are willing to change their opinion in the face of facts because we just see those people that will not change their mind for anything i think real people are a little bit more persuadable
1: there's i think yeah i think they are and i think time though is a factor so mm. it is it's time and it's multiple approaches you know it's saying the same thing differently 127 times <laughs> but it's like you know it's, it's cuz i was th- i was thinking about that it's like how would i i, I mean i don't believe myself to be ridiculously naive so, hmm. for example, you know, with a with a thing when a when a government does a thing or a or a CEO tells me to do a thing or you're saying, well, why are you asking me to do this? I'm not a particularly uh, I don't think I am. I, I'm, I'm willing to have a good bat around of a conspiracy theory with the best of them. But I like to think that. And a part of that is growing up in Yugoslavia, because there was this gro- general acceptance that the government was telling us what we needed to hear so that we would carry on sort of mm. thing you know that's a um but I think that we have a and and then now I was thinking about myself, I was like, how would I feel operating in a world where I think that everyone is lying and everyone is doing it. Wrong and everybody's trying to get me and like it'd be exhausting. Yeah, and I think you know fundamentally, I think it's I I have a a sufficient amount of faith in people that I'm I'm you know I even if I'm questioning them it doesn't necessarily mean I don't believe them or you know I don't you know there's something about. I don't know how uncomfortable it must be living with so little faith in so much of what's happening to you, or so little comfort that you're just, you know, out there. Everyone's out to get me. Twitter's mm. out to get me. Facebook's out to get me. BBC's out to get me. Everybody's out to get me. Mm. Uh, you know, it must be exhausting. Mm
0: you you shared this thing after so twitter put the thing on you shared this thing twitter fact checking trump good intentions wrong approach and a proposal for how to do it right and this is ram fish we'll link to it um and my I, I will admit that my initial reaction was that was, to that was like, well, it sounded to me like a kind of like, yeah, 20, hindsight is twenty twenty to me. Yeah. But I looked through and he's, he's proposing a systemic approach to kind of verifying information on Twitter. And I just sort of had a look through it. And it's, it's good ideas. And it, if they had done this 10 years well, ago, yeah. then we might not have Trump now. Yeah. Um, if there was baked in at a systemic level some sort of system for verifying and having people check facts and then notifying people if they had read something that was false and like crowdsourcing that and just trusting you know and, and sort of the whole identity verification stuff and um making that a more more uh, fundamental part of the system design it's um yeah if they'd done that 10 years ago then we probably wouldn't have trump but now they've got a platform that is very sensitive to even tiny systemic changes. Like if they just change... Like even just... Like they changed the character count, which was sort of like... Probably the only safe, (laughs) remotely safe idea they could think of that of changing the system to try and just like foster a slightly more thoughtful type of discourse. Um, But now... And I, what well, I, my response to this was sort of to say, like, I think the only way they can really start this is by manually going, okay, we're going to start here and see what happens. Because if I think, I do think, like, if they did just try and introduce a system like this now, I feel like Trump would immediately be auto banned from the system for a start, <laughs> yeah. or certainly would have had well, hundreds yeah. of his tweets flagged, and he would have been just like, you know, it would have had, I think they were probably right. And they're perfectly, they're systems thinkers. Like they design a platform. So they know about how to make a system. But I think sometimes you just have to go, no, I've just got to do this by hand
1: because. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah it's mm. part of the rollout plan. Like yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, yeah. just roll out the whole thing. No. Because it will just break. It will, mm. you know, it'll, it's part of that sort of, uh, what can we do safely? What can we do without auto banning? 80% of the people <laughs> on the platform, what, you know, because also they'll, ha- yeah, there'll be loads of things that, you know, if it exposes exactly how much of the, how, how many of the accounts are bots, it then has repercussions on their ad selling, ad revenue stream, because yeah, actually it turns out that an ad gets seen by one human to every nine bots or whatever, <laughs> you know, like, or whatever. It, it'll expose loads of other weird shit that nobody mm. planned. And, and, and I think this, this is absolutely an uh, unintended consequence of a thing. Uh, you know, and, uh, the, the actual proliferation of fake stuff mm. is an unintended consequence because it was, you know, it wasn't anticipated and therefore it wasn't designed for. But how can you, you know, you can't... I, p- if you were building Twitter today it would be different surely.
0: Well, the thing is about Twitter is there's not much to it as a platform. As an idea it's a platform for sharing comments about your cats or whether you're eating a sandwich. It's just for sharing a quick thing easily and like having people follow you and see it. And like really yeah. there's not too much on there and when they have tried to add like the sort of selective like filtering and timelines and all that it's just felt a bit off to me like it always has. And um because there's really not much to it. And I think part of the reason that it is quite a simple platform in that way means that it has been a stable environment, a stable ecosystem for a long time now, certainly in technology years. And that has meant that Bad stuff has evolved in that environment. Things that exploit that environment, and I absolutely a hundred percent believe that Donald Trump is a virus that has infected the system. That has found that he can uh, he can just get away with saying absolutely anything he wants, and um, people will just lap it up. That is, and 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 if you don't, if you're not able to make the system adapt to threats by having it evolve, then it will become it will get infected with trumps and misinformation so it's almost like the act of changing the system is as important that's the only way to keep something sustainable this is an idea I'm having as I speak and wasn't necessarily the topic
1: (laughs) <laughs> what it's made, what what it's made, um, it, what you've made me think of is this uh, whole kind of, you know, the the example of that f- Twitter feed and the what you know the the different orders and only showing you certain it choosing what you see, whereas mm. originally it was just a timeline. Yeah, um, it's like why why choose that as the design problem to solve? Yeah, rather than choosing the design problem of how can we make sure twitter doesn't make the world a worse place mm. or how do we make sure twitter doesn't serve as a tool to amplify bad ideas ugly ideas shit idea you know like evil ideas why can't you know what why choose the oh i know what we should do um you know people we should we should fiddle with the timeline and make it so that people see whatever algorithm has decided that they that they get to see so you know with all of these things i had this i was having this conversation this morning with somebody it's like good design only comes out of a good design intention if you're Mm. not clear about your intention all you've got is a thing that does something
0: you know but also like these platforms like this have enormous power and who would have thought that a platform for talking about your cat would have ever shaped the, the most crazy face of like information based like history that we've seen for a long time um, you just wouldn't so but what I, I am excited that Twitter is more interested in owning that power in a way that mm. Facebook the, in a way that Zuckerberg is just he just doesn't want it. he wants to say no we, we have we are not responsible for establishing the truth or falseness of anything that's on our platform, even if it's paid for political advertising yeah. uh, so watch the AOC. Grilling of Zuckerberg, if you haven't seen that, because it's great. I don't know if it changed anything. But um, I am very interested to see Twitter um, actually stepping up because Trump's powerful. But Twitter, like he's complaining about being censored and about having his free speech stifled. Like Twitter could just delete his account like that. It would take one second. Dilly, yep. everything he's ever said on there he has no clue concept of the power that they have to shut him the hell up um and like they must be tempted to <laughs> you know that that's sort of one of the defense of you know the jared kushners the, those sorts of sort of saying oh well look look jack dorsey's son is whoever it is is anti-twitter and said something about tangerines yeah like they're not f- Idiots, they created a piece of technology that's used by billions of people. They don't think that immigrants are coming over here and infecting vaccines with aborted cells. They know what's going on. They're scientifically minded engineers. Like, of course, they don't think Trump is talking sense.
1: Why don't they?
0: Why don't they just turn him off?
1: I think it just produced too much. I mean, imagine that, how ballsy that would be. I
0: I mean, he would. The trouble is, you ban someone, they just create another account, right? And Trump has other ways, I mean, he's got his mailing list, he's got Fox, he's got, like, other ways of just promoting a different Twitter handle. Um, so it probably wouldn't take him too long, now that he's President of the United States, <laughs> probably <laughs> wouldn't take him too long to kind of get some followers I, I, on what? something else. He'd just be like, everyone, follow me on Telegram. Suddenly Telegram blows up to be the biggest platform on the planet. Um, like, Twitter, I think, I, obviously, they have to take into account how, like, when when... A, it's a fragile platform as well. Like a change can like just be make or break for them, and really, you know, like the character count or the way yeah, that yeah. the timeline appears or the way that the way that it's used can, when these things are stupid like this, like the
1: slightest I mean, thing can screw uh, it over. They're still running a business. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily. I think solving the um, should trump be you know i i think it's a separate my my why don't they just turn off his account was a bit of a (laughs) silly question really because i i think it would create far more problems than it than it would solve Mm. um but uh but you know there's a lot of ways you could i don't again it's about what problem you're trying to solve Mm. what is wrong with having a thing that says you know there's some there might be there's such a subtle design solution that they put in place really um, and, you know, having it, you could have some things that also had sentiment analysis. This, this Twitter account that you've just read is mostly angry. Mm. <laughs> this one is, mo- you know, like... But you might you be like, have,
0: well, that sounds good. I'm angry. I'm angry <laughs> I'm gonna too, promise. I'm going to
1: join in. But at least be be aware that they're... So my point was going to be that Twitter is a business that's trying to make money. And they make money out of traffic because they make money out of advertising. And so it's like, or don't make money. I don't even know how profitable they mm. are, but they are a business. Um so I saw something recently, which is about this. Their move to say that they're not going to make any of their employees work, any of their employees can now work from home forever if that's what mm. they want. Uh, and then somebody else put then. Then there was an article that says they're not doing it because they're nice. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing it because it saves money. Mm. And then some, I think Facebook have followed up with a: if you work from home, we will obviously review your salary. Uh, what? Yeah, so, but that's a different conversation. So, you know, these people are running businesses. They're trying to turn a profit. So their motivations, the way they make... So their decisions will always be balanced against something and money. It will be, you know, whatever. User technology money is usually the yeah. the, the, the Venn diagram of decision-making. And so they can't just turn off a bunch of people's accounts. They can't simply... Um, uh, install some some because then you've got the whole who gets to fact check which mm. i also find frustrating because that's one of the first things that everyone levels at these fact checking organizations yeah. mm, who's paying for you it's mm. the yeah. the elite the elite it's soros soros is paying your wages and it's like how the effing hell do you prove that all is your fact checking authenticity
0: are you are you not interested in finding out whether something yeah. is true because that's what that starts to sound like are you not yeah, interested yeah, yeah. have you read one of these pages where they go over the history and like who said what and they list it all out and they provide sort like it's not to, if it, if yeah. that's all just fiction like do, do you even want to know the truth yeah. <laughs> like you can yeah, add yeah, to yeah. that like y- you can do some research and that will be added like if it's you know if it's yeah. got claims that back it um, yeah.
1: You just have us simply provide, give us a link to, you know, some, uh, some research you think we have. So, you know, make people argue with data. Oh, sorry. Have we, you know, have you got a link to a scientific paper that may be relevant to here that we haven't listed? And then, do you know what I mean? I'm like, going to
0: let you in on secret, Ivanka. Go They never have. <laughs> no, not, I know. No, no, but no, that's not true because they do, they, they have like, oh, look, there's this, there'll be like one thing one scrap of evidence that supports their claim that everyone will, like, cling to and, like, keep citing that over and yeah. over again.
1: The, the thing uh, that I find so disheartening is, like, when people I know to be... I've got cousins who s- tell me things like, oh, yes, but I've been looking into this on the internet.
0: they mm-hmm.
1: like... I can't have this conversation with you now. I don't have have the time, the energy. You're, you know, 20 years older than me. I just cannot be fucked. But you're sitting at home, you're a grown man with a master's degree in something or other, it doesn't really matter. Like, how can you watch this shit and be just like, why do you want to believe it? I think that's my question. Why do you want to believe that the world is so fucked up?
0: Yes. So this user research project of yours—is <laughs> okay. this the interviews?
1: Yeah. This is what that's that's basically like. <laughs> what why? is wrong
0: with you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like that's how what would you? Yeah. Like so are you fucking kidding me? That's what I'm doing. Like hi, oh, so. <laughs> like, how do, would love, you do yeah. this? How would you do this? How would I do not I I threw it about. Uh, 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 loosely this morning because I was thinking I was literally thinking about these few conversations I've had recently, which are like this knowing, like, uh huh, yeah. I know. Oh, you don't do You're like, right. do you know what? I need to sit down with you in the same way that I would w- in a user research um, environment and look at you know some some different articles in different on different platforms to look at how you approach because I, I've seen there's a few examples. I've seen recently of this sort of confirmation bias sharing of articles. And I, I discussed one person, like two of us were talking about a third person. I was like, have you have you seen what she shared on her, on her, on her Facebook? She said, yeah, I saw that. I was like, I don't, and I didn't even know the name of the person who'd written the blog, but I was two lines in and I was like, oh, well, this is bullshit because of some, some claim it made mm. that just, okay, I, I think I've got this anyway. So, so, but I had none of the background. I couldn't look at it and go, oh, this person with this name is full of shit. We know that, mm. which my friend did. I just started reading the first paragraph and I thought, well, it doesn't add up. That doesn't make any sense. I was like, mm. and, um, But, you know, you have these people who are seemingly intelligent, making decent decisions in their lives, reading stuff and just wanting to believe it. So I think I have not designed my research project. And one of the the reasons that I'm, I'm prompted is because I am such a brilliant researcher and all these other people that have done research into fake news can't possibly... I think one of the things is that... I think a user researcher versus an academic researcher. Academic researchers want to, like, model out or, you know, write a report on what some people did and how they did it and why they did it and understand it all in lots of depth. And a a design researcher, as Charlene would say, or a user Mm. researcher, is all about the so what. So it's like, it's about modelling the information in the kind of format that means that you can design a solution to it. Mm. rather than simply knowing it yeah. and I, and I would I would love to start doing some you know, interviews with that the ambition of how do we fix this not why is it so
0: yeah and I, and and with that would you say that measurement is a core part of that as well it's got to be like what are we going to are we going to measure outcomes and
1: well, uh, yeah
0: would I do think... you think i I sort feel like surely who would argue with the idea of an outcome if you did do sentiment analysis, say Twitter, you're designing something for Twitter, would people, if you said, look, we want to bring the average let overall amount of anger on this platform down yeah. and the average <laughs> amount of happiness that we're seeing up. Like, that's yeah. that's our key performance indicator here. D- does that, do we all agree that that would be a good thing? No, because happiness, you're trying to turn us into... Cal- like, what would it yeah. take for everyone to agree? It kind of comes back to that blank state idea as well. Like, what? surely there are things on a higher level we could agree that if we yeah. improved this overall, that would be a good me- measurement for us all to be facing. It sort of comes back to, like, it's the same thing. It's like the pragmatic, like, I want check the outcome of something i want to do the research that feeds back into a, an improved solution and then i'm going to see if that solution worked and then we do some more, we keep doing research until we sort of like yeah. optimize it for that value um, and the only and the only metric right now is the money metric and
1: <laughs> I, I, and i'd be interested in like comparing generations i know this, uh, there's there are a number of countries that have brought in Uh, a variation on media studies as a subject, which is about understanding the validity of information or the source of information in a way that's, you know, about the internet and about Mm. reading stuff on the internet and what is nonsense and what isn't. Mm. Because, you you know, it's even things like uh, the... I mean, you, you... I came across Jordan Peterson because you mm. knew who he was, but he has this whole sort of like how he lives his life brand. Mm. that I'm yeah. sure I shared that article with you. And I was self-help. like, yeah. it's like, it's all made up. Like his daughter's got a whole brand thing about eating just meat and salt. Mm. <laughs> and they've got this whole, you know, that they're trying to make money out of being experts in made up shit. Mm. And it's like anybody who's uh, that's one of the reasons I like that, um, Chatterjee podcast. It's because he's constantly questioning himself. He's clearly a very... Yeah, he's a doctor for starters an actual real one not a made up one off the internet but but he's constantly going oh, you know like oh that's new information to me or that's one of the things I'm looking into it's like there's this idea that knowledge is some sort of final destination is also slightly yeah um, that that's part of the problem as well well
0: what is it, do we have
1: like an archetype
0: like a a healthy archetype of wisdom who says like because I think then ar- like the The the, the smartest people don't take anything they believe for granted. They know how little they know. And it's the ignorant people that think they have all the facts. The answers, yeah. Think they have the answers. And um, so, like, do we have an archetype like that in popular culture of someone that, like, the more you know them? I think they're sort of portrayed as, like, frustrating scientists more than they're portrayed as leaders and sort of, like... People that you go to because they they they're kind of yeah. more difficult to deal with because you just want to. I just want just tell me the thing to do yeah. and they're like, well, you could do this, but oh, you could do this. Oh, but well there's a study <laughs> that says this. Oh, but also I'm <laughs> not sure. Well, it could change in it. Like and people are like, I just <laughs> tell me. I'm go, fine. Yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. to Jordan Peterson. He's got a list of twelve he's things. Got, you know, yeah, and I will just tough. do them. Problem yeah. solved. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's tough yeah. knowledge, yeah. eh? Yeah, it's tough. OK, thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, go to grandpodcast.com and follow all the links. Simple as that. Subscribe if you're not subscribed. Where can people find you on the internet, yeah.
1: People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter.
0: You can find me at Michael Forrest on lots of things. Just go and give me a like on Instagram because... <laughs> Doing some nice things. Loads of people like my studio pictures, but no one likes the thing that was actually clever. Um, (laughs) I'll go to to goodtohere.co.uk/slash free. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye!